Let's pray. Father, speak through your servant. Let your hand be upon us today. Let your word have the desired impact. Transform lives today. Transform lives today in Jesus' name. Amen. So part two of the spirit of leadership titled only leaders stand out only leaders stand out only leaders stand out abraham had seven sons and only isaac stood out abraham had seven sons only isaac stood out jacob had 12 sons only Joseph stood out. Jesse had nine sons. Only David stood out. David had 19 sons. Only Solomon stood out. Moses had 70 elders. It was only Joshua who stood out. And guess what? My father had 14 children. I stood out. <laughs> amen so i came with a spirit of leadership to prophesy to you you are standing out among your father's children in your father's house and your mother's house you will be the greatest person ever born I declare this upon you. I prophesy this upon you. It is coming after you. The spirit of leadership is falling upon you. If you believe, let me hear your loudest. Amen. How did these people stand out? There is something we call the spirit of leadership. Numbers 27 and the verse 18. So the Lord said to Moses, take Joshua, son of Nun, a man in whom is the spirit of leadership, and lay your hand on him. Verse 20, give him some of your authority, so the whole Israelite community will obey him. So there's what we call the spirit of leadership. It is, it is an anointing of the Holy Spirit. That when it comes upon you, helps you to stand out from the crowd. And in every family, God will choose one person. And release that spirit of leadership upon that person. In a church like this, in one department, God will pick one person. And release that spirit of leadership. But the spirit of leadership comes from the holy spirit and you need to have a very strong relationship with the holy spirit for the spirit of leadership to manifest amen so last week i established that now if we go back to the title can we go back to the title only leaders stand out and you can see that the standard is an acronym and so far, I have dealt with three of the acronyms. I'm going to try to finish the rest today. And then we take communion. Then we leave. So I'm going to rush through. This is a very prophetic service. God is lifting one person from your family. And you are that candidate. It is the reason why you are here in this service. Are you here? So you are not in this service by accident. You are here prophetically. God orders the steps of a good man. You are here prophetically. Anytime God gives a prophet a message, that message just carries an anointing. That anointing helps you, enables you, gives you the ability to leave that message. Are you here? So there is a leader in this house. There is someone that God is going to live to change the destiny of their families amongst your friends god is going to anoint you and you shall emerge from them god is lifting somebody from obscurity to prominence that is what the spirit of leadership can do it lifts you it takes you from the bottom and brings you to the top it takes you from the last and brings you to the first 
it takes you from nowhere and takes you somewhere the spirit of leadership takes that nobody and does something out of that person and the person becomes a somebody i am prophesying on someone here i see i see the class of god already moving there is the release of the spirit of leadership there is a release of the spirit of leadership there is a release of the spirit of leadership someone here is about to stand out nothing the dark clouds over you is been taken away the dark clouds over you has been taken away the bible said that he whoever who lies a lamp and put it under a bed some of you you are lies under beds and god is taking you from there god is taking you from there from today you will be a city on a hill 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 sometimes it takes the pronouncement of a prophet it takes the pronouncement of the prophet for things to change the life of someone here i see 72 people here receiving this anointing the words i'm speaking now is tabernacle upon someone in the name of jesus last week i said that when the spirit of leadership comes upon you you step forward and make a difference it was the spirit of leadership that came upon david that when he went to the battlefields and saw his brothers running away from goliath he stepped forward and made a difference you will step forward and make a difference i also established that when the spirit of leadership comes upon you you trust the lord and he makes a way you trust the lord and he makes a way goliath said to david am i a dog that you come against me with stones and sticks and david said to him you come against me with doublings and sword but i come against you in the name of the lord somebody is coming against something in the name of the lord you are rising up against something in the name of the lord there is a giant problem in your family but you are rising up against that giant problem in the name of the lord there is a giant problem in your marriage but you are rising up against that giant problem there is a giant problem in your finances in your business in your academic life but you are rising up right now against that giant problem against that giant problem in the name of the lord in the name of the lord in the name of the lord david saw that nine foot giant coming against him with sword and javelins he looked at him and said i come against you in the name of the lord he cursed david with his gods but david said i come against you in the name of the lord there is a giant curse in your family it is not allowing people to marry but there is a david here right now standing in for your family you are coming against that giant problem that giant curse in the name of the lord in the name of the lord in the name of the lord for they that put their trust in the lord shall mount up like mount zion they can never be moved when you trust him he makes a way when you trust him he makes a way last week we established number three that if you have the spirit of leadership you are audaciously insane you are audaciously insane when david said i will fight goliath the king said are you insane he has been a warrior since his youth you have never fought anybody before how can you fight this man how can you fight this man sometimes people must question your insanity you are about to tell people you are going to do something and they will doubt you but that's what god lies when they doubt you god steps in are you here 
God never gives you anything you can do. He gives you assignments you cannot do so that he will take over and do it. He wants to work through you. He wants to work through you. If you allow the Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost will give you dreams. Holy Ghost will give you visions. Visions that are above you. Visions that are above you. But he will always take over and do it. He will do things through you. He will work through you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Than he that is in the world. There is no problem you cannot confront. There is no challenge you cannot overcome. Because greater is he that is in you. Until you take on something that is bigger than you, you will never see the glory of the Lord. You will never see the glory of the Lord. We were in a wooden structure when I said I will build a university. Some people left church. They said I was building castles in the skies. And I love it. It is better to build castles in the sky than to sit down and do nothing. Your words create your world. Whatever you say, if you say it by faith, God will do it. God will do it. God will do it. Today, you are homeless. But tomorrow, you will be an owner of an estate. You are the owner of that estate. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Today you are jobless, but if you believe and you confess and you work at it and you work at it, you will be an entrepreneur. You will create jobs and employ people. The president of the university attended who sacked me from classroom from examination hall for non-payment of fees today calls me and said we are so proud of you now we are both presidents of universities especially if you are born again holy ghost filled tongue talking believer hey it brings me to our next point our next point when the spirit go to number four when the spirit of leadership comes upon you nothing is impossible nothing is impossible nothing is impossible the bible says in matthew 17 verse 20 truly i tell you if you have faith as small as the master seed you can say to this mountain move from here to there and it will move nothing nothing will be impossible for you life is about moving mountains success is about moving mountains it is confronting that problem overcoming that problem and becoming a testimony that is success that is success in christ if you have faith as small as the master see i just need a man of faith and i will show you what you can make possible if you have faith nothing is impossible 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 when i see the corridors god has opened for me i look back at where i have come from sitting with the tables of men in presidential palaces walking in the house of laws meeting big time men and making decisions for africa then i know that nothing is impossible if you have faith if you have faith nothing is impossible sister you may have lost your husband but keep the faith keep the faith the faith will take you through your faith in Christ will take you through. You will see that you will do 10 times more than what Victor did. More than what Victor did. Fear not, fear not, fear not. Just keep the faith. Doubt him not. Keep the faith. If you have faith in him, nothing is impossible. You will move every mountain. You will move every mountain. You shall say to the mountain, 
move from here and to here and it shall move move from here and to here and it shall move and nothing 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 shall be impossible listen the Christian life is the life of faith you must believe that he exists and he is the rewarder of them who diligently seek him faith drives your commitment to God God is he is there and sometimes he does it with some people like us who have come from nowhere so that you can believe you can believe years ago God told me I would do things with your life not for you not because of you but so that others will believe some of us have become points of contact for the glory of the Lord you cannot believe in a mighty call and fail nothing shall be impossible if you have faith nothing shall be impossible can i see the next slide nothing shall be impossible one of the keys to standing out is moving mountains that is overcoming difficulties clearing hurdles leaping over walls without a mess there is no message without a test there is no testimony sometimes God does not give you solutions come dressed in suit so that the solutions are packaged in problems as you unpack them by faith you will see your solution emerging if you have faith you may be above 50 you will still marry if you have faith you may be above 60 you will still have children if you have faith you may be thrown out but tomorrow you will be the landlord of a whole estate within the last few months or so or weeks people have been walking to me with properties and I'm buying all of them by faith I just take over I say give me the keys in two months time come for your money the money is not lying down but this God I serve in two months time every property whose keys I'm having he will provide he will provide he will provide because nothing is impossible for the man of faith nothing is impossible are coming to me with keys to their properties with that money they are leaving it with me i said two months i'll come for your money i don't have to see the money i i i <laughs> I, I, I don't move by sight i move by faith i don't have to see that what the lord will do for me before i believe are you here with me if you haven't seen a miracle before check your faith level if you haven't seen a testimony before check your faith level there is no problem you are going through today that is there's no solution in faith if you have faith you can solve it if you have faith you can move the mountain if you have faith in him you can overcome if you have faith in him you can walk through the valley of the shadow of death and still remain intact Let, let, me, let me show you how faith to pray. Let me show you how you can get faith. Next, the next slide. Now, so the key to moving mountains is faith in God. 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 He that comes to God must believe that he exists and is the rewarder of them who diligently seek him. now 
Romans 4, 21, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. Let, let me tell you this. There are three P's in the Bible that you should never play with. The principles of God. You activate them by obedience. The prophecies of God. You activate them by prayer. And the promises of God. You activate them by faith. Every promise of God for your life and in the Bible is available to the man and woman who is fully persuaded that God has power to do what he has promised. I am fully persuaded. I came here with a faithful wife. We came with nothing into nothing. But we were fully persuaded that God is able to do this. Why did I spend five years praying against the spirit of poverty in my family? As a young man in my teens. Five years, two hours every day against the spirit of poverty. Why? I had faith that the promises of God, God has power to do. I want you to take your time, go through the Bible, look for the promise of God. Every promise of God, God has power to do it. And when you are fully persuaded, you live it, you walk it, you talk it, you sleep it, you walk in it, and it manifests in your life. God cannot stand double-minded people. You can't believe him and doubt him. What God has done for you, the fact that you are alive, it should, it should take you more faith to doubt him than the faith to believe him. I know some of you are asking, man of God, how do I get this faith? How, how, how do I get this faith? Now, look at this. Look at this. Next slide, please. No, go. Next slide. Next slide. Next slide, please. I'm here. We have um, communion. I want you to... Now, look at Romans 10, 17. Look at this very carefully. Look at this very carefully, my friends. Look at this scripture very carefully. It says, Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word about Christ. If, if the message does not point to Christ, there is no faith. Faith is generated when the preacher is preaching and pointing to Christ. And telling you what Christ has done in his life. I have never been ashamed about my past. Where I came from. The, the chronic poverty that gave birth to me. I have never been ashamed about it. Because you can never talk about what God did in Abraham's life and what God did in Paul's life without talking about what he did in your life. If you, if you have not lived the message you are preaching, then it did not come from him. I can, God will never give you a message that you have not lived. That is why every genuine preacher will have a testimony in a sermon. And that testimony is not to exalt that preacher. That testimony is to exalt Christ Jesus. Any preacher whose testimony exalts him is a false preacher. That is why some of you worship men of God. That's why some of you men of God have become your gods. One time I preached a message, the power of God was moving, I got home. One young man has sent me a message, Daddy, you are my God. I just knelt down and wept. I said, Lord, did I say anything to exalt myself for this man to put his trust in me instead of you? I called him to my office. I said, I can never be your God. 
I said, I can't even be your angel. How much more your God? <laughs> Are you here with me? Do you understand? As I preach God's word to you, something called faith is triggered in you. When that faith is triggered, every mountain shall become low. Every valley shall be filled up. You have that authority. A man of authority, a man of faith is the man of authority. A man of faith is the man of power. A man of faith can say to this mountain, move and it shall move. The God which called those things we be not as if they were. You can call the things by faith and they shall appear. You can call by faith and they shall appear. If, if you have faith as small as the master seed, you shall say, 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 move and it shall move and nothing shall be impossible. That which we have seen, that which we have held, that which we have experienced is what we talk about. Are you here? The first building I bought, I was driving with the Canada, he was in my car. We drove from the building, I had rented that building. And when we were coming from there, I said, This building, the owner will sell it to me, mark it anywhere. Whilst I was talking to him, a phone call came through. I picked the phone call and the owner said, I'm giving a government appointment. It's for 10 years. I'm moving into some plush area. Would you like to buy my building? I said, yes. I had no money. I said, yes. In two months, I had bought it. If you have faith as small as the master seed, you shall say, you shall say, you shall say, you shall say to this mountain, to this mountain, to this mountain, to this mountain, to this mountain. What are you talking about? To this mountain. Instead of spending your time crying, develop the faith to say to the mountain. Speak to the mountain. Speak to the mountain. Look at when you go before God and say, Father, have mercy on me. He say, what mercy is beyond the mercy on the cross? I have had mercy on you. Enough mercy for me to come down and die for you and share my blood for you. I've already had mercy. All you have to do is to believe me and say to the mountain. Speak to that mountain. He did not say the mountains will not come, but he said when the mountains come, thou shalt say, you shall speak to that mountain. You shall speak to that mountain. You shall speak to that mountain. He didn't say you shall cry to that mountain. He didn't say you will criticize your pastor for having a mountain. The funny thing about church members eh, is that the problem they brought to the church, they blame the pastor for the problem not going. The Bible did not say your pastor shall say to the mountain. Your pastor must teach you the message about Christ so that you can develop the faith to say to the mountain. Any pastor that wants you to depend on him forever is an occultist. That is how occultism works. Occultism puts fear in you. And the occult master will tell you, I'm the only one who can solve it. When you tell people you are about to build a house in the next three months, they will, they will doubt. But if we tell them they are going to die in the next three months, they will believe it. One time somebody came to me that he has had a dream that I was dead. I said, no, go, go back to your dream and dream again. You will see it's not me. So daddy, I saw you, it was you. I said, then remove me from that dream. <laughs> I cannot be part of it. I cannot be part of it. God has a future for me. The future does not include death at this time. No! Can we move on? 
Now, number five, the D in stand out is there to tread where angels fear. Do you know what separated? Can you move the puppet, please? Can you move the puppet? I'm not coming back there again. Do you, do you know what separated David from the rest of the armies of God? He dared to tread what every, where everybody else was afraid. Somebody said, fear is false evidence appearing real. <laughs> Joshua chapter 1 verse 9. Remember Joshua had the spirit of leadership. The Bible says that, Have I not commanded you? Say so this is a commando. <laughs> Have I not commanded you? Be strong and be courageous. God didn't say, have I not put in you? He said, have I not commanded you? Because God has already put the spirit of power in us. And he's commanding us to exhibit that spirit. Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? You are too timid. You are too careful. You know how why me and mommy came here? So 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 we're deciding to come here. We were afraid. Then then I was in the university studying theology. And a, a friend of mine, when we went for break, we're eating. Ah, usually pastors, when we have new revelations, we share. New sermon, we share. You preach it to your colleague pastors. Before you preach your congregation. Like me and Reverend Mills, when we meet, we are always preaching to ourselves. So, so you know what happened? My friend said, Titi Ofe, do you know that the eagle, eh, the eagle, when it is going to hatch, going to lay eggs, it removes its feathers, the softest part of it, and puts it in the, in the uh, nest. So by the time the eggs are hatched, the eagles fall on a very comfortable surface. Says after a while, the mother eagle will remove all the distance and then they come into reality with the hard surface of the nest. Then they now jump from the hard surface and begin to stand at the edges of the nest. Then the eagle's mother will push one to see whether you can fly. If the eagle is not able to fly, the mother goes and pick the eagle back and bring it to the nest. You will try again. They will do it until they can fly. I told mommy, you know something let's take off and see if we can sustain our flight if we are unable to sustain the flight god like the eagle will come and pick us again and bring us so we took off with our eyes closed we did not know when the next mail was going to come from we did not know when the next mail was coming we did not know where it was going to come from The day we were moving to this land, do you know Kugunsaka? There was no chairs or good beds. We ourselves, when we were moving our things, some small car. Recently, we were moving from one house to another house. It took us seven days to pack. But when we were coming here, it took us less than 30 minutes. But we came by faith. We did not consider what men considered. We saw like God. We saw the way God saw things. He called those things we be not as if they were. We came here by faith in the middle of the night. Mommy and I will get up and walk barefooted in the middle of the Spinters Road. From Coca-Cola runabout to Sakumono, barefooted, pouring bottles of anointing oil, calling, Lord, give us Spinters Road. Give us, give us, give us, give us Spinters Road. One day I was walking, the Lord tapped me by my back and said, what a foolish prayer. Pray that I should give you the ends of the earth. I say, Lord, from here, Spinter's Road, give me the ends of the earth. Give me the ends of the earth. 
give me the ends of the earth. <laughs> Are you here? We prayed by faith. Faith makes you insane. It does not make you logical. students from Morali and I started secondary school from Morali I used to come to school with my father's 1960 shoe today here I am have I not commanded you be strong and be courageous do not be afraid do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go believe this Discouragement weakens you. Discouragement kills your initiative. Discouragement will destroy you. Today you go back home, look at yourself in the mirror, speak in some tongues and declare that I cannot be born again and fail. I cannot be born again and fail. How can I carry God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost and be last? The people from worry have something. They say worry no they chop last. Worry no they carry last. And when you have hundred Nigerians and there is only one Warinian inside, you will feel the person from worry. Because in their mindset, they know they chop, they know they carry last. In their mindset, they know they carry last. Pleasant ties know they carry last. Born again believers, not they carry last. You carry last, we know they, we know they, we know they know you. You know be part of us. How are you for carry last? I see a courageous woman rising up. I see a courageous man rising up. Shout to yourself, be strong and courageous. the Bible God said to him because you will lead these people to cross the Jordan you can never lead people to cross where they are to the other side without strength and courage you think this church I pastor it will fear you think I pastor this church will fear the things we do it is with strength and courage the problems I solve the people I have to deal with every day the things that come to my office when i wake up every morning i'm heading to my office i am not able to predict the problems that will come but there's one thing i can predict that because i have faith in god no matter the mountain i will move it 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 When we married, it was at honeymoon at Ankafo Hospital. I was eating Kobe soup that I remembered we had no place to sleep. Somewhere, some of us, you don't ask me whether I had a room. I also did not think I needed a room to marry. I just married. It was weird, eh? I think God took my brain and hid it somewhere. I said, Don't think, don't think, don't think, just act. We went to stay with a um, with a friend of mine. They are hall for some weeks or months. Before I started, we started our lives in an uncompleted building. If you poured water in our hall, it will vanish. But we never doubted the God we saved. We have faced mountains and we have always said to the mountains, move and the mountains are moved. I am a testimony of what Christ can do. I am the evidence of what Christ can do. I am the evidence of what Christ can do. If you are doubting him, look at me. I was sitting in an apologetic class in Germany. Roger, Professor Roger Foster came to teach the evidence that Jesus lived, died and resurrected. He came with first century letters to prove to us that Jesus lived, died, and resurrected. When he finished, I got up. I said, Prof, 
I believe Jesus lived, died, and resurrected not because of the first century church, not the first century evidence. He said, what do you mean? I said, if you, I tell you where I have come from and what he has done with my life and in my life, if I share that with you right now, you will see that your evidence is weak. Mine is stronger. He sat there and said, Gideon, talk to us. He said, Gideon, talk to us. I started sharing my testimony. People started crying. I said, God is real. He is, the evidence of paper is not enough. The only way you can prove that the Bible is the word of God is for the Bible to be you. For you to walk the Bible, talk the Bible, and manifest the testimonies in the Bible. Manifest the testimonies in the Bible. And I see someone here. You are about to manifest the testimonies in the Bible. You are about to become the Bible personified. The Bible personified. Fear of failure. When you do that, something the thing fails. It's not you who has failed, it's the thing that has failed. If your marriage fails, it's not you who has failed, it's the marriage that has failed. <laughs> you can rise up again and marry again and have a better life. If you started the business and the business collapsed, it's not you who has failed. It's the business that has failed. Have you died? The business has ceased to exist, but you are still alive. You did not fail because it is impossible for you to fail. The, the things you start, the things you start may fail, but you will not fail. I said, I went back to school. I, when I was in secondary school, even my, my senior school not called me Gideon. They called me Brother Gideon. Because I went to secondary school a very old man. And I was looking to check myself out of secondary school. I went to class. I was one of the best science students. I couldn't write some examination because of this. And then they repeated me. They failed me. Oh, it was on the notice board. My name was among the last three. And they have underlined, they have cut us off with a red ink. I walked out of school at Form 4. I didn't go to Form 5. When I was leaving school that day, I said to myself, the examination failed. I did not fail. Today, I own a university. The examination failed. I did not fail. You cannot say I failed examination. The examination failed itself. Am I the paper and ink? <laughs> you went to mark paper and ink and you wrote I have failed. It's my name paper and ink. My, my name is a spirit. When you write my name on paper and you underline it with red ink and say I have failed. If we like that name on the paper, call it Gideon Titi Affair, it will not respond because it is not me. I am not flesh and blood. I am a spirit. Spirits don't fail. Spirits don't fail. This flesh and blood may fail, but spirit don't fail. My spirit with the Holy Ghost inside me, I cannot fail. I cannot fail. Listen, if spirits can die, can they fail? 
if death cannot conquer your spirit can failure conquer your spirit examination dealt with my body but my spirit was alive when I was leaving that school that day and walking out my name was on the notice board but me I was walking into a new future I was walking into a new future sister the marriage has collapsed walk into a new future the business has collapsed walk into a new future the the aspirations collapse walk into a new future most of the times when people don't like you they don't like your body because they don't know your spirit so don't be crying about people rejecting you. Sometimes the fear of unfamiliar parts. There are some of you, eh, the reason why it looks like you are not progressing is because God is taking you from the things you know how to do to the things you don't know how to do so that he will do it through you. Some of you, new careers, new businesses, something new. You're taking you through unfamiliar path. Unfamiliar path. Why you have not done before. Why you have not learned before. Why you have not even thought about. But he will take you through it. He will hold you. He will sustain you and walk you through it. Sometimes when some friends abandon you, thank God. Because God is taking you through another path. Unfamiliar path. Unfamiliar path. You may not know tomorrow, but he does. The fear of competition. The fear of competition. I said the worst thing that can ever happen to you is to compete with human beings. The slowest, the person that will slow you is a human being. Successful people compete with time, not human beings. Who are you to gain my attention? Who are you for me to focus on you? Who are you? How dare you think that you are my co-equal? I went to some church. They were singing, chia, chia, chia. Are you Jesus go you call? Are you Jesus go you call? Chia oh chia. All those who decided to compete against me have given up on the race. Because whilst they were competing against me, I was competing against time. When you compete against time, you fear nothing. Because he's the Alpha and Omega. If you are with God, you are never late. If you are with God, you are never late. If you are with God, you are never late. Abraham discovered his purpose at the age of 75. Moses at the age of 80. Joseph at the age of 17. So it is never too early or too late. The fear of man. Let no man intimidate you. God told me that no man will be able to stand up against you. For as I was Moses, I will be with you. People have tried it, they have all fallen. People have tried it, they have all fallen. They have all fallen. Tell the next person beside you, don't try me. Say, I am too powerful. To try to intimidate me. Say don't try crowd.
when my father died, similar to Brother Vitor's case, my father died, and my family, my father's family, my father's family members sent a message that they have banned funerals in our hometown for one month. And because we were so poor and we could not afford the mortuary fees, we should bring my father secretly in the night to bury him. Then after one month, we can have the funeral. Then my mother said, this man was once a minister of the Methodist church. Once manager of Methodist schools. People want to come and celebrate him. And you want us to bury him by night. We cannot do that. My mother said, we will wait till after the one month. The head of family sent a message to my mother to come and answer why she had held their royal. And when my father was alive, nobody called him a royal. We did not see any family member. Immediately he died. They said, hey, yeah, this year. Yeah, this year. Yeah, this year. Young boy, I was 18 years old when my father died. I declared one day fast. Went to the old office of the Calvary Baptist Church. Spent the whole day there. I said, Father, shut the mouth of this man. Shut the mouth of this man. The next day, my mother went. They said the night, around the time I was praying, the man was going to take his bath and fell down. And since he fell down, he had become damp. He's unable to talk. So when my mother arrived, the man was in the hospital, damp. He couldn't talk. The time they were doing my father's funeral, he was in the mortuary. Don't dare the man who can speak in tongues. Don't dare the man who can speak in tongues. I fear, I fear for those who want to fight me. I fear for those who gossip about me. I fear for them. One time, one woman spoke against some pastors. Mommy is very protective of pastors, not even me alone. Every pastor, mommy loves and mommy prays for every pastor. You see, mommy has locked herself up in a room for praying for a pastor who has gone through a scandal and praying for the problem to be solved. She does not even need to know the pastor. So mommy was angry that this woman has spoken against pastors. In the one of the mornings, had mommy praying and crying. Let fire the mouth she used to talk. Let fire catch the mouth. A week later, we saw the woman. Her mouth has bent. What happened to you? Gas exploded in the kitchen. And the only place it caught was the mouth. The fear of the past. I know you have made some mistakes in the past. But your future will answer your past. Let your future answer your past. Let your future answer your past. Let your future answer your past. I speak into your future. I speak into your future. Let your future answer your past. The fear of evil. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. You see, cockroach in the evening, you are. I said, mommy and I went to a place, a city, and we rented a place in one of the poorest areas in the city. Only few people who come to that place. Nice. Then by night, we were sleeping. The first night, somebody was walking in the room. I asked mommy, have you heard some footsteps? He said, okay, maybe our, our neighbors at the top. Neighbors at the top can walk for 30 minutes in the room. I told mommy, we are rented a haunted house. He said, hey, oh honey. I said, let's pray. We prayed, we sprinkled the blood of Jesus. The next day, the thing was no longer walking, it was running. Crew, 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 crew in the room. I said, my dear, let's sleep. I said, I have paid money. I am not going to waste my money because a demon has decided to run whilst I'm sleeping. It's a demon that will be tired. Let him run. The third day, banking of doors. They were banking doors, but not our bedroom door. I said, let's sleep. We stayed covered the days we paid for before we left. 
by the fourth day they have stopped they are going to tell satan that the man that is not afraid i never we prayed our normal prayers i did not waste my time binding demons that every demon here attacking me i bind you i bind you i did not come to fight those demons in that house i came for another mission and i was not going to allow them to distract me i don't waste my bullets oh whoever killed you in this house i was not here whoever planted an altar here i was not here so allow me to sleep if the person comes come and run i brought my wife one night they were running we were worshiping god together it's a proverb Mommy say, honey, for you, dear, you, 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 you can do things, so, so you're hearing footsteps, eh? and you still wanted a woman. I said, when I was marrying you, where were they? They think I will waste my money, bring you here, for them to come and run around, and let you go scot-free. Ha! Ha! I wasn't going to do that. Am I not the pleasant bishop? Am I not the bishop of the pleasant place church? Do you want me to disappoint my members? Ha! Oh, what a church. What a church. What a church. Listen. Divine protection is non-negotiable. Divine protection is a promise God has given you. You are hidden in Christ and in God. Someone came to tell me he went to rent a house and since he entered the house, things have gone bad. So he's leaving the house. I say, whatever has made things go bad, let the person leave the house, not you. If a demon intimidates you and you run away, they follow you. They always want a cheaper I hear people say, I dreamt and I saw cockroach and I dreamt and I saw somebody coming to sleep. Me, I don't get those dreams. So, when I dream, heaven, dream, good places, dream, doing well, Satan has given up. I fear no evil. I fear no evil. When my sister died, one day I was sleeping, I was hearing footsteps in my room. I said, whatever demon has come to intimidate me for me to think my sister has come to my room please i am resting i am a very busy man when i get a little chance to rest i don't i don't joke with it i rested when i woke up the footstep was not there i said are you tired keep on walking keep on walking how can you be a born again believer and behave like an unbeliever. One day, one man of God was sleeping in his hall, in the bedroom, and heard noise in his hall. So he caught her, he thought armed robbers to come and peep. When he came, witches were having meetings there. He looked at them and said, Ah, I didn't know you were people. I wonder what's now. He left and went to sleep. Have the meeting, I won't stop you. Just have the meeting. Laban said to Jacob, I had thought to harm you, but last night the God of your father appeared to me and warned me. If you attempt anything in the realms of the spirit, the God of my father will appear to you. Okay, okay, let me conclude. We have, we have communion. We have communion. They say we shouldn't do noise. I'm, I'm not making noise, am I? I'm just preaching. Now, the all in standout is outdo yourself. Outdo yourself. Don't allow your last achievement to impress you. Every achievement is a stepping stone. It's, it's a stepping stone, not a settling stone. The more I buy properties, the more I feel I should buy more. 
<laughs> David said, your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them. Because he has defied the armies of the living God. David said, I have killed lions and bears, but now I want to kill a giant. I want to undo myself. I want to do better than I did before. I want to do better than I did before. Your last achievement was in private. Now God has brought you to the public. Do more. You can be better. You can be a better husband. You can be a better wife. You can be a better mother. You can be a better father. You can be a better student. You can do better. You can be a better CEO. You can do better than you have done. You can. You can. I said you can do better. I do yourself. Compete with yourself. If you can't compete with that, you compete with yourself. Compete with yourself. When I was a young pastor, he told me, he told me, I went to preach one day. I came back home. I was going to the place. Oh, why is it? I feel I didn't preach well. I feel I didn't preach well. You know what he told me? He said, you always say this after you have preached. You will be a great pastor. You will be a great pastor. You will be a great pastor. After this sermon, the first thing I will watch from here to my office, I'll go and start watching myself and start criticizing myself. I could have said it better. I could have preached better. I could have brought down more anointing than this. That's why these men have sat under me for nearly 20 years and they are not tired of coming. Those who are genuinely connected to this oil, we are growing together. We are doing better than before. We are doing better than before. Mrs. Labi says, so she knows. We are doing better than we started. Please, next slide. Let's, let's move on. Let me try to finish. Now, the you in, in stand out is upgrade yourself. Upgrade yourself. One day, eh? there was a carpenter working for us. And we gave him a bigger contract. When we big gave him, and the next day he came to work, he had bought new machines, bought new equipment, and has come to open his shop in our site. I said, hey, have you bought yourself? They say yes, because I have gotten a bigger contract. I have to read two. Go into your toolbox and read two. God, God is about to give you a better contract. Are you here? It would take something more than ordinary to achieve extraordinariness. Upgrade yourself. Go back to school. Every new level requires new learning. The way you serve God, upgrade it. Upgrade your tithe. Let me show you the, the secret of what we, we, we did in the past. Mommy doesn't, mommy was in charge of our finances and never paid tithe based on profits. Paid tithe based on the general income. Now it's even serious. Now, now we finance about 60 to 70 percent. In some months, we finance about 80 percent of this church's expenditure. In some months. There are people working for this church that I moved them onto my, 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 my personal salary. I paid them myself. I don't allow the church to pay them. And I'm thinking about moving more people. Because my salary is killed better than the church one. And the more I do, the more God blesses me. Even in my giving, I'm always upgrading myself. And the more I do, the more God blesses me. God blesses me. God blesses me. There are people here who lost loved ones that I don't allow the church to give them um, donation. I give them myself because I could give 10 times what the church would give. And when I saw the work they have done in church, I gave the donation myself. 
at where you sit to worship. We did it when we arrived. We, we, we upgraded our giving. That's why we are here. So you can't be sitting here and not pay tight. Okay, final one. Let me close. Can we get the communion ready? Can we get the communion ready? Now, think big. Just think big. Be a big thinker. Just be a big thinker. <laughs> I was one of the fathers of the land on Thursday with mommy. As we are having conversation, I was going to do my legacy project. And then the man started talking prophetically to me about my legacy project. And was telling me areas I should go and the number of plots of lands I should get. Immediately I felt I was thinking too small. Let me begin to think big. As a man thinking so easy. If you see yourself like a grasshopper, you become one. If you see yourself like a giant, you become one. When I was in secondary school, my nickname was Chancellor because I saw myself owning an university. I have become. As a man thinking, so easy. Think small, become small. Think big, become big. I'm going to serve you the leaders' communion. I'm going to pray for the leadership anointing. I've shown you how, how, how to operate under the spirit of leadership. Step out, step forward and make a difference, etc. etc. Now, number two, trust the Lord. Can, can we go one by one? Number two, trust the Lord and He will make a way. Number three, you must be audaciously insane. Number four, nothing is impossible. Number five, dare to dread where others fear. Number six, I do yourself. Number seven, upgrade yourself. Number eight, think big. Go back, play the last week and this week and say, pray the Lord, let the spirit behind this message come upon me. Let me stand out. Let me be the one standing out in my family. There is anointing for leadership here. 